Hey, Jared. Hey, Cody. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? No, I'm fed up. <laughs> Quiet on the set. Episode 7, let's get it. You're in. What's up? Take one. Yo. All right. <laughs> so we said we talk about ETV Magazine, the format that created two broadcasting superstars. Yay. And that's it. Yep. <laughs> well, okay, four. Because you had Cameron Bradley and Sam Diebler. Okay, five. Well, Trey Greening doesn't do it anymore. No, Trey Green. No, not Trey. So four. And now we <laughs> took a look back last week. We did our own independent study of ETV falling off the map. Did we? Yeah, we watched it with Malou. Oh, yeah, we did. And we're like, dang, what happened? They had one sports story. <laughs> one sports that story. That B-roll. Oh my god. Like I don't know what to say. It's just like so funny. I can tell he's understaffed as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. The B-roll on that football story. It was from the Ike Knight scrimmage. Yeah, it was Ike Knight and I <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the people was so shaky. You couldn't tell what the hell was going on. They're all wearing the same jerseys, and it was fucking abysmal. <laughs> well, I feel bad because Mr. Diebler is like, I think he's like a high, he's, he's a D1 he, level he instructor. Should, yeah, he should be a fucking college professor, but he's stuck in Goddard. Cause he, well, he's just amazing at it. Like, we, got, we have this foundation coming to college, and we can do like stuff that like some people will never like never catch on i didn't think that when i was researching like colleges and all this stuff that we would be doing a newscast just like high school then i came to cali and we're literally just doing what we did in high school but But no it's not fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not fun It's, it's harder to get people to get you to do an interview and all this bullshit but yeah i i like i like how Diebler told us that we we don't realize how good we have it until we leave. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. Like, damn, we had we had these nice ass cameras that that took work. XLR. We had Roxanne Wolfgang. All those nice ass cam- like I mean they're not nice compared to now, but damn, they are really reliable. Yeah, that's the most important part. Like they look good, but they worked all the time. Yeah, because they were in the middle of being old, but they were still HD cameras. Mm-hmm. So. By saying old, they had XLR ports, and I don't th- I don't remember if it took SD cards, but we never use an SD card. Mm-hmm. But damn, dude, those days were nice because we didn't have to worry about if a lapel mic was gonna work or not, if it's gonna be fuzzy. We knew if it, if it was something with audio, it just wasn't connected right, mm-hmm. or and we like could that. fix it. Yeah, and we can and if we need to redo an interview, we don't have to travel. Mm-hmm. Half it wasn't a, mile. a big deal. We could just walk yeah. down and be like, "Hey, we messed up. Let's redo Let's it." Let's redo it. Yeah, <laughs> we did that yeah. a lot. But man, I miss I miss high school. I miss Diebler because he just would be like straight up. Here's here's what's going on. There's no we have no budget, zero budget. We need to make this much money to do whatever we want. And we're going to make it happen. And we always did. And we made it happen when we went to San Francisco. But you look at the ETV now, and no discredit, I guarantee it's not Dubler. Here's my opinion for what happened, why no one joins broadcasting. Because broadcasting is like banned. Yeah, yeah. That's what and it, it looks shouldn't like. be. It looks like there's like no, seems like popular people on 
broadcasting. Unlike when we were there, we had you know the star quarterback, the linebacker, yeah, we had Mackey, we had Par- uh, Parker Winslow. Um, Dawson. Dawson. We had Connor Dawson. We had all these popular people that are, like, well-known. And they had me and Cody who were, like, in the middle ground. No, I don't yeah, know about no. Cody. I was definitely in the middle ground. Like, no was, one really likes I was Derek. cool. <laughs> I was cool. I was known. I was cool with everyone that wasn't named Brock Beat or... Preston. Uh, JR. JR. <laughs> Sweezy. Is, is that his name? I think so. I wasn't sure. But... I was cool with everyone, and I didn't. I didn't help. I don't even know how the hell we recruited people. I mean, you got Jason, all of them to come. Well, the thing is, is that broadcasting is like it's. There's no other word. It's just cool. It's uh, interesting. Interesting things you get. To it do. doesn't. It doesn't seem that cool when you're looking at it from like an outside views perspective. I guess maybe a little bit, unless you go into like our studios or. Mm-hmm. anything like that you see a giant green screen and it just like pops out and it's like mm-hmm. oh, i want to do i want to do stupid shit on this it it's now well, you look at it and it's not to be rude or whatever to the people in it because i'm sure they're great but it was all the people we didn't like when we were in high school that i was like man these guys <laughs> suck and then they're the top dogs and i can only imagine what everyone else is like i feel bad because man sports was elite like Sports was, was carrying everything. It was good enough to get Jared a scholarship for basically all your books and tuition paid for at a community college just for the bullshit we did. Yep. And they had one story. Like, it's just, man, what happened? And you wa- we watched and it was like, it was like 12 minutes long. It was only like, yeah, eight, eight, 12 minutes. And obviously, I think COVID may have done, I mean, COVID did something with the other ones. But honestly, I think the other ones... They were still long. They were no, they weren't. They weren't that long. They're longer than twelve. I don't think so. Mm-mm. The only things they ever released during COVID was a, a Travis Scott burger review that was like six months late because like it was discontinued by that time. And then they did one on like their favorite. They did one about like politics and then um, their favorite movies or something. It wasn't like at the movies either. It was like oh no, they did do it at the movies and then they did a movie poll or like TV show thing. All I'm saying is that it's not the same, and I hope Dealer gets some recruitment going because dude, dude is a professional in the industry. He knows exactly what he's doing and exactly what he needs to do. So I feel bad for him. I can't wait to go. We need to go. We need plenty of time to go down or go up. I guess. I just want to see him, tell him thank you, and that um, I'll do my best to get him into a D1 yeah. school. I'll talk. I'll talk. I might. We might talk to the class and be like, "You guys suck. You guys suck. This shit is easy as." Fuck. <laughs> Just get a damn tripod. <laughs> so you don't have a shaky ass camera. Is that it? I think that might be it for ETV. I mean, we rambled long enough on how shit it is and how we feel bad for Diebler. Yeah. The, one thing, the one thing I want to give away, the positive that I've seen from ETV is that they had a way better anchor setup. They did. The anchor setup was the anchor nice. anchor setup was nice besides us just sitting in the fucking wooden chair with a messy background. But granted, Diebler thought the messy background... It was it for more, the aesthetic. Yeah, of it made it more shape. authentic, which it did. But at the same time, the wooden chairs didn't really yeah, help. Yeah, the stools weren't nice. The stools didn't really That's help. That's okay though. N W A take two. All right, all right. So at Cali, you know, our athletics are very dominant in just about everything we do. Uh, the same goes for the soccer teams, men's and women's. Men's are at the road to nationals. They're competing this week, next week, in the near future. They're competing for a national championship. <laughs> The first, if Cali wins it, the first 
national championship in the college's history. But you look at the women's team, and they did exceptional this year. I think they lost. They only lost one against Barton, and they in the last game of the yeah. season, they won it right back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they made it all the way, and they lost to Butler in it was I believe the championship game. Yeah, it was just for off our penalty. conference. It was, off, it was yeah. off penalty kicks, and they rallied from an 0-2 deficit. Mm-hmm. So it up really and then good lost. game from Butler. But then you know you wonder well. There's wild card spots in the JUCO large, soccer yeah, playoff at large, large bids. bids and all that. Where's Cali at? Well, I'll tell you. Cali didn't send their paperwork to the right place. That's exactly what happened. Do you know the full? I think what happened. I mean, this is not. This is this is what we know. This is, what, this is not this is, f- complete. Yeah, this fact. is not fact. But what I've heard is that they had all the pa- like all the papers and all this shit ready to send over, but they sent it to only the men's side. Mm-hmm. They sent the men's and women's papers only to the men's side of the bracket and Each. didn't click both or whatever was available. Mm-hmm. And so our athletic director was in Missouri or Tennessee. Where mm-hmm. was he? Missouri or Tennessee? Can't remember. He was he was far, no, he's in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He was in Louisiana watching his son play baseball, which is a valid reason to be gone. But in, in doing that, he also put that responsibility of submitting all the paperwork through someone else that probably didn't have a good idea of what was going on mm-hmm. in in that case. And so they sent it. They had, I think Joe said they had about a whole day to realize their mistake, didn't realize it. And now the men's soccer team season is just over. They didn't make nationals because of an error that's that had nothing to do with them only had to do with the people that were responsible for it and so you don't see it very often except for you know like juco this year of juco is crazy dude really weird when that news dropped at the same time fort scott's shit got terminated oh yeah all that fort scott deserves it started all the athletes but the coaching staff at fort scott they deserve to get their (laughs) program shut down not good people. Good luck to all the athletes finding a new home in JUCO or Division I, One. I love looking at I love looking at athletes Twitter recruit things because like the GPAs. You have to include the GPA. It's like, damn, bro, you got one point four, dude. You're going to fucking the county jail. <laughs> you're playing in the courtyard. Jeez, Jared. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of guys, all the good guys I see in JUCO. I mean, they they're rocking three point five. 3.7s. I've seen some fours. So I mean, the GPAs are high for a lot of them. I've seen a two. The lowest I've seen is a 2.8, which is like okay. But he was he's good. I watched this film. Like he's really good. So I mean, like I don't know if you can justify yeah, a 2.8. A 2.8. That's what, eight. All A's and B's, and then like one C. I think some shit like that. So I mean, it's not horrible. Yeah. So, but I mean, Cali. It's just interesting because one person, someone who probably wasn't even within the team, shut down their entire season. A team of athletes that were actually amazing like so many former professional players the list goes on and on about how much talent this team had how good they were how much passion they played with they put everything on the field every single game and then one person who in whatever department no correlation with the team possibly so that's possibly so i don't want to say too much maybe it was a coach i don't know i don't think roberto or whoever would mess mess that up but one person, first off, they should be like, okay, at least give us a department that messed up. Like, give us, give us, tell us what area yeah. messed it up. Not to claim responsibility, but so we can factually present what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because 
that should fall on somebody's shoulders and everyone should know who messed it up so it never happens again oh i don't know about that i mean i think they've already learned their lesson to not fuck up like that it shouldn't but have even i don't been think a- i don't think the person if anything the blame should be on o'toole because he is the athletic director not the person that he put the responsibility on but if you're in a position where an athletic director can go, hey, you are qualified enough. I've built a working I be relationship. I'd like the secretary or something. But here's the thing. If they're qualified enough to do this and O'Toole entrusted them with it, they should have got brand, through. brand spanking new, so I don't know who the hell he would look to to do that. I mean, Well, we're not within, we're also yeah. not within that department, so we don't know. But what I'm saying is... He had to have entrusted the person that did it at least a little bit. So that must have shown at least a few competencies in the role that they have. Yeah. So it should fall on their shoulders. So at least the athlete should know who did it. How about even that much? The athlete should know what person at this school. Yeah, I think the athlete should at least know. But, I mean, they're not going to mob. No, but they should be like, okay, I don't want to talk to you ever again. I don't don't think they're holding (laughs) a grudge about it. No, they're not going to do that. I don't think they're holding a grudge. They have... I mean, we have Maluma in class, and she didn't seem, like, heartbroken. I mean, obviously, they're not very happy about it, but, you know, you do what you do. Well, I mean, well, for Maluma, she's a freshman. I mean, she has another chance, but, like, Natalia or Mm -hmm. any of that. I was talking to Maluma about that, and she's – were you in that class when we were talking to Maluma about it? No, honestly. No, Malou gave out good ass answers, saying, you know, I was like, so, because I was like, hey, Malou, I'm, I'm on the soccer story, and I'm thinking about reaching out to DeSanta. She's like, it's probably not now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then, and then I realized Joe was already releasing an article. So I think what we're gonna do for our next sports cast on Cali Sports or Cali College Media Group on YouTube is that we're just gonna tell people to look at Joe's article. And then I'm gonna give it one more week, and then I'm gonna have a I'm gonna try and do a professional sit down with majority of the team. I tried to get Malou was like, hey, do you want to ask around and see if the whole team's like down to do a sit down interview with all everyone and coach something cool? That's a lot of people. I know, but Malou said maybe. Uh, I mean, she says some people will definitely be down, but I don't know about everyone. And I said just, that's fine. I th- if I mean. I know it's your story. If I just get the captains, I get like I get Natalia. Well, I want to do like yeah, but I want to do like a professional like sit down like the cameras on me as well. Like I yeah, have to look nice, you, like some sixty minutes type shit. And so I get to talk to DeSantos and just talk about like the season as a whole, and it could be its own thing, like its own video. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long it is, but we can talk about that because I did talk to Malou and she said DeSantos is still kind of shaken up. Well, about yeah, it. I mean, come on, she, she lost. She one said game. like DeSantos had to. DeSantos is a woman's head. He, he's the head coach. He said she said that he had to bring his wife in to help him talk and all this stuff. Oh, really? Like, he was really shaken up about it. I mean, but that's why. Like, I'd believe it when you have a year that they did and you. Mm-hmm. Losing all these great players, but you're and bringing them in and too. And that DeSantos has been here since Cali soccer has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like his big. I mean, this is probably the year where they could have really, really went for it. So it's tough to see, but hopefully next season, chip on their shoulder. Nobody can take it away but them next year. So hopefully we'll see him play really, really well. NWA take it. All right. So I've been, you know, as much as I hate my audio video production class, and sorry, Meg, but that class is a bunch of shit. It is a waste of time. It's a bunch of horse cock. Well, like, I, you know, if I wouldn't have done it at Hutchinson, I'd be okay. But, like, it's just, it's a lot of assignments that 
aren't real like it's like making it's like being a youtuber except not cool even though being a youtuber isn't cool being uh, a youtuber we are youtubers uh, no <laughs> anyway we just upload we're not but we have this short film and so they use my idea for it it's a modernized take on nemo and it's basically trying to bring awareness to mental health at college so what you do what it mainly is is the student is a has a mental disorder and as they go to school they stop using their medicine and then so it's just take and it's as it progresses nemo's mental state gets worse and worse all that all that stuff it's a real interesting topic and you know i, I want to reiterate i do not like this class i enjoy the people <laughs> in the class i like my classmates it's just the stuff that you're doing it's a waste of time to put it point blank it's like high school waste of time but so we're using my idea, we're filming it, and it's going really well. We have some great actors, like Elise is great, Grayson's great, Tennille's going to be great. It's going to be a pretty good, pretty good film, but <laughs> I can barely get myself. I spent up to four in the morning writing the script for it. I mean, Meg gave me about a week to write the 10-page script, and you know, that's that's fine. You know, that's like an okay bracket. When I, had, when I took the screenplay writing class at Hutchinson, I had two and a half weeks to write a 10-page script, so it's not like something where I can just pick out any piece and start writing the screenplay, and my, my, the way my brain works is I have to start at the beginning and write it all out, because I'm, I'm very detailed in everything I do, so I have to have it all chronologically, and she wanted me to like, can you just start at the end? No, I can't just start at the end. Not to be a dick, <laughs> but that's not how my brain works. I can't just pick randomly and do it. Like, I have to write the whole thing. So it's up till four in the morning writing this script. And it, I guess, I mean, they all were reading it. They thought it was good, but it was like, it shouldn't have even happened like this in the first place. I shouldn't have had to write the whole script. It's a class project. You're and, supposed to do it together. It, so it's not the issue that I had to do it by myself. It's that like, no one was like, these are what we want to see in it. There was nothing like, yeah, yeah, nothing I wanted to, to in, yeah, I wanted to include my classmates, like what they wanted, but no one told me anything. So I was writing it and I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm writing my vision for it, but it's a class project. You know, it doesn't, I don't care. Because like, yeah, they can read the script like, I don't like this. And I'm like, should have fucking told me. Yeah, like, and no one said that, but it's like, there's all these elements I put in for Nemo that I thought were important. And I'm sure they're going to get in there. But what did I miss that was important to other people? I don't know. And I, on quite be quite frank, I don't care. It's already being filmed, and if if you want to change something, go ahead. But I'm not helping you. I'm like <laughs> I'm checked out of this project because mm -hmm. I did all of this stuff for it. Yeah, you, you did the hardest thing, which is writing the damn script. I mean, it's easier to read something and act it out than it is to have nothing and mm -hmm. type it out. <laughs> but and the thing is, like you know, I went to pretty much film school for a year at Hutchinson. Like, I know how to make this stuff. So then I have to, and then I have to get myself to be at the filming because I don't just have the journalistic eye of video. I know all these different types of angles. I know exactly, that's my problem. I know like exactly how I want it to look. It's like with Beyond the Arc. I know exactly yeah. how I want it to look and how it should look. And I don't know if I can get it there. And if I can't get it there, I'm gonna be pissed off about it for the next three months so hopefully it turns out well it's been a lot of fun so far at least filming but everything leading up to it pissed me off everything post-production is probably going to piss me off but you know the filming's good and so i'll make sure to make jared watch it once we finish it here in about nine months and upload it i'll give my honest review on it hopefully it doesn't end up terrible but i think the actors are really solid i mean at hutchinson this would have been like terrible because they all would have been 
they all are behind the camera people, to say the least. Yeah, they're not. And they're not actors. No, so it's nice to have people at Cali who wanna are excited to do something different and t- go out of their comfort zone. We filmed at Meg's little um, cabin behind her house, and they kept saying how it looked like a, an X-rated film, like a porno shoot. And I was like, yeah, you know, it does. It does look like that. <laughs> but it was, it was it was pretty fun. It was a good time. Quiet on the set. Yeah, I like that better. I think that's gonna wrap it up because we're 25 minutes in on the recording. Yep. <laughs> um, it's been a really, you know, it, this energy, episode has been high energy because I'm really pissed off at Jared because he kept singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" before we started I was, filming. I was just testing out the mics and blowing the mics out because it's funny. Yeah, and it was really wicked annoying. But <laughs> next week, we'll be back with some fun topics for you guys. And hopefully, I'll get some sleep so I can put a little more energy into Beyond Quiet on the Set. What about Beyond the Arc? I'm not going to do Beyond the Arc. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, that idea is scrapped. All right. I'll see you guys next week with three more interesting topics with my bestest friend in the whole wide world, Jared Oberlecht. I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Peace.